Come on. Welcome to Life Club. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Aaron Rubin. Aaron, are you ready to do this? I'm ready to do this, George G. I like it. Uh, you know, in, in, I'm in the Bay Area here, and, uh, and and we all had Jimmy G uh, for a while, uh, and ended up uh, ended up not not doing as hot. So, but I'm I know I know you're a better host than Jimmy G as a quarterback. <laughs> so I think we're all right. Jimmy G might be an amazing podcast host one day, and it's still still a great quarterback. It just doesn't always work. So yeah, but- well that's true. Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a I'm a Bears fan, so Rex Grossman is, is really in our recent past. So. Mm, yeah, that's, that's great, great. Great guy. We'll 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 see how he does uh, on another team. I uh, love it. Well, Aaron is a partner with WRP Wealth Management. They're providing successful Silicon Valley entrepreneurs with integrated financial planning, including pre-IPO planning. His first book is Financial Adulting: A Guide for Young Professionals. Aaron, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure. So uh, my personal, so I got, I have three daughters. Uh, and so they're, they're all under the age of 13. Uh, so I'm somewhat safe for now. Uh, although, <laughs> although my, my 12 year old is sort of like a 17 year old uh, at this point. So it's, uh, it, it can get kind of rough, but, um, but that, that's sort of, you know, what my life uh, revolves around right now. Uh, so it's, it's either, um, it's either school or for them, uh, or it's work for me. Uh, one of those two choices. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's rewarding many a time and challenging uh, even more. But, um, you know, in, in my professional life, uh, you know, I help uh, individuals at pre-IPO companies make great decisions about their stock compensation. And so one of the things that sets us apart from, from many firms, uh, you know, one is that we have a tax firm in-house. So we prepare people's tax returns, we do projections for them, um, and all that important stuff that, that people need to do when they're, when they're going through um, major we'll say tax slash economic changes uh, in their life. Um, and then you layer on top of that, we have this narrow focus on stock compensation. Uh, and, and so for, for people that are in that world, you know, where they've, they've joined a company that isn't public um, and, you know, they've probably gotten a, a pretty decent amount of stock options because that's how people get paid in Silicon Valley. They, they sort of get paid in the future um, in, in some respect um, because, you know, they can't cash in anything typically, you know, there are exceptions, um, until much later on. Uh, and so, you know, those are the people that, that I help, um, you know, make decisions. And, you know, they're, they're one, they're brilliant. Um, you know, everyone, everyone I work with is super smart uh, and have, has a really interesting story. Um, and they're, they tend to be um, world changers uh, in the sense that, you know, they want to go out and make a difference, you know, when they're, you know, a, a lot of times they're serial entrepreneurs. <laughs> so, so they have a successful, you know, event and then they're, okay, what's next? Um, and, and sometimes, you know, they're, they're ready to hang up the spurs uh, and, and they say, well, I've, I've made, you know, a ton of money. Let's, let's do some good in the world. Uh, and, and they want to, you know, do charitable planning and, you know, fund trusts and, and get their kids on their way. And so it's, it's, um, it's, it's just, it's, I have like the most fun job in the world, uh, in, in my opinion. Uh, and, uh, you know, got into it so, somewhat by accident. Uh, you know, I, uh, I was an accounting uh, undergrad and uh, I ended up going to law school where I met my wife. 
Uh, now, uh, my wife was in law school. I, I would never marry a lawyer. I don't know who would marry a lawyer, um, but um, but I certainly wouldn't. Uh, don't know don't know why my wife would. But um, you know, she uh, her her dad was in this industry. Uh, my father-in-law, and so um, he was a pioneer in it. Uh, and um, said, "Hey, you know, if if you're interested, you have that right background because he was also CP, he's also a CPA, um, and I, I, I think you'd be good at it." I said, "Sure." All right, let's let's do it. You know, and you know, at that point, I was in public accounting uh, and uh, and sitting behind a desk, you know, in March, you know, for sixteen hours a day working on tax returns. You know, wasn't as alluring as doing what he did, which was golf three days a week. Mm. Um, so, uh, so I said, you know, that 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 sounds like a really great idea. So that, that's how I got into it. And 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 here we are. I apologize. I, I didn't necessarily undersell you, but I certainly should have said that you are a CPA or had your CPA and also a law degree as well as as well as being a a, a successful financial advisor. So love it. All right. So you're working with these super smart people. This is not something that they can figure out on their own. Um, a lot of times, sometimes they can. Most times, they think they can. Uh, and, uh, and, and at a, at a certain point, the numbers get big enough that they're like, mm, I really got to make sure that I'm understanding this correctly. And so that's when they'll, you know, they'll come to our website, they'll read, you know, we have, we have a lot of information on our blogs about tax and, and stock options because that's our, that's our focus. Uh, and then eventually they'll reach out and say, Hey, you know, I have, you know, X amount of shares. I, I want to exercise them. I don't have the money to exercise them. How how, am, how how does this taxing work? How am I going to come up with the money for the tax? Um, and so we can help them kind of piece together what they need to do to to have not a, not just a successful today, but a successful tomorrow, um, and and get them to the point where hey yeah you know when when this whole event happens I have a plan you know I have a, I have an exit strategy I have a tax mitigation strategy on the front end I have a tax mitigation strategy on the back end. Um, and, and so then, you know, and they're, they get to focus on what they do best and that's engineering stuff and, and, and writing code and doing all or managing people that write code. Uh, and, uh, and, and again, and, and I think, I think we bring, bring a lot of value uh, in that sense. Yeah, that, that certainly makes a ton of sense. Um, so it sounds like this probably makes sense to start engaging in this planning sooner rather than later. Yeah, it, it, it usually does. Um. You know, and, and I, think, I think there's a couple ways to go about it. I think when you, when you first join a company, um, especially if they're an early round company, A, B, even, even C round companies, um, you know, typically they're, they're going to be throwing a lot of equity compensation at you. Um, and you, ha- you, you may have choices right off the bat. So, you know, one of the choices that, that sometimes you have is something called early exercise. So when you get granted stock uh, options, Normally, you know, they vest over a four-year period. This is a general Silicon Valley thing. Um, you know, for the first year is a cliff vest, so you don't vest anything until you complete your first anniversary. Then you get twenty-five percent, and then the rest vests over, whether it's monthly or quarterly. Um, and and then from there on out, you sort of buy it as it, or you can buy it as it comes along. Um, you know, if you're a company that, that you feel super strongly about, sometimes what they'll let you do is they'll let you buy the stock option before it technically vests. Um, and so, you know, what happens is you have to come with the cash up front, you know, for to buy the, the, the stock option. So the stock option is a strike price, right? And that could be anywhere between, you know, 10 cents to $10, depending, you know, on, on where you're at. Um, and, and of course, the share quantity. Um, and you have to pay that strike price up front. Uh, and 
the, the great thing about that is that you can tell the IRS, well, since I, I own this stock already, I want you to tax me on it before it technically vests. And the tax is the difference between that strike price and the fair market value, which when you first get your stock options, just so happens to be the strike price. So it's a, so it's a zero tax um, uh, game. Uh, and, so, um, and so then as the stock vests, you know, you've already paid for it. You've already made this 83B election to the IRS. You don't get taxed on that difference because if you would have waited, what would have happened is that delta between the strike price and the fair market value, that would have ended up on your tax return somewhere. Um, and, and you could have been hit, and, and when you bought the stock, you could have been hit by really high gains, you know, whether, and, 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 I, and I don't want to get too much in the weeds, but, um, you know, those gains are calculated differently depending on the type of, uh, of stock option it is. Um, but, you know, again, if, if you can make that A through B election with early exercise, you can avoid a lot of that tax pain um, later on. Um, and there's also some other benefits on top of it. So, um, you know, so again, the earlier it is, the more the earlier, you have some really good early decisions, you got to think through them. What is it? Is it 803? Is that what you said? Eight, eight, sorry, 83B. One more time? 80, 83B. 83B? Yep. 83B. That sounds That's like a really big code. deal. It, it's, a, it's a huge deal. And um, it's interesting that a lot of companies don't really think through it. Um, and so a lot of companies don't actually offer um, early exercise. So if you're an entrepreneur listening to this podcast right now, you know, do yourself and your, uh, and your employees a favor and have early exercise be a standard part of what you guys do. Um, Cause a lot, I, again, I see it a ton where, I mean, I, someone's really excited about a company. So, well, it's great. You know, you, you have these, you know, whatever, 10,000, hundred thousand shares, 10 cents a piece. Why, why don't do, do an early exercise. And then and they come back from HR and say, nah, I can't do it. And it's like, ah, oh, Missed opportunity, but I mean, yeah, there's nothing you can do because, um, again, unless you can buy them early, it doesn't do you any good. And that's because when you actually set up your 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 stock plan, right? You need to incorporate the ability to do the 83B. Yep, yep, that's right. So again, and and usually when people are setting this stuff up, I mean, they got a business to run. They got they got things to do. You know, they're 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 not terribly worried about you know tax consequences. You know that might happen. You know, five months from now, let alone five years from now. So you know, but you, you got to be able forward thinking on. This is I, I I should know this, but I don't think that I do. Who actually? What what kind of entity is setting up these stock plans for companies? Uh, usually, it's an attorney that'll come in and and draft all the documents. Uh, for the for the company again, if if you're working with a corporate attorney, typically they'll try to do the soup to nuts thing. Hey, we're, we'll set you up. We'll you know we'll get everything started, you know, and and then include the stock plan. So I I just don't think it's on their radar necessarily. I mean, of course, now I don't set up these plans. Maybe there's a really great reason that I don't understand. Um, but I but I know I know that there's that there's some companies that do it and there's some companies that don't. Um, and and I don't and I and I haven't figured out the logic as to why that is. So I'm assuming yeah. it's just because it's. It's just people, you know, people drafting that don't really understand the the nuance. Got it. Could be. I wonder if there's other parts of society where there's people drafting things that don't really understand the nuance. Anyway, <laughs> so life 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 is challenging enough as it is. You've got three daughters under the age of thirteen, and when things are going great, it's still tough. And we're running businesses and everything else, and then the stock market explodes. How are you talking to to clients and people about? managing through uncertainty or whatever the term might be. Yeah. So I'm going to say I am 
I'm super excited. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I think this is, this is fantastic opportunity. Um, you know, it, I don't know what this bear market, I, I don't think it's technically a recession yet. I don't know if this bear market is yet, how long it's going to go. But, you know, relative to where it was, you know, almost to when the COVID hit, right, it's, it's on sale. Um, so, you know, there, there's opportunities to buy um, out there, even if you're just buying the broad market, which is, you know, what we tend to do. Um, you know, and, and certainly, you know, you've seen the public markets tank. Uh, and, um, and, and of course there's tax loss harvesting. You can do, you can grab some tax assets on your, on your, on your income, uh, income tax, uh, uh, income tax. Um, and then, you know, that what, what people need to know is, is that, you know, the public market looks ugly, right? It's down 30%, you know, in, in, let's say the NASDAQ, I haven't looked at my phone yet this morning, our market's just opened not that long ago. Um, but if, if the if if what you see the market is is doing that, you can bet underneath the wall under the water, right? That's that's the pre-IPO world. You know, it's just as turbulent, if not more so. Um, so so coming up in the next few months, if things stay status quo, and I, I've seen nothing to indicate that inflation is abating anytime soon, or the Fed and the Fed saying they're going to be more aggressive um, yesterday. Uh, you know, the valuations for these pre-IPO companies are going to be are going to tank. Um, and and that's good and bad. You know, it's bad for the company because now it's hard to do a capital raise and, and you don't get as much money, uh, you know, when you do that. But for the employees, the stock price that that four hundred nine A valuation um, that's coming down, uh, and that's opportunity. Uh, and so it used to, you know, maybe you know, maybe a few months ago you you did the calculation that was like, oh geez, you know, I have to, I have to come up with, you know. $20,000 to buy the stock. Oh, and by the way, I also have to come up with, you know, half a million dollars to pay the tax, which is not unusual. Um, now you can look at it and say, wait, well, wait a second. I, I got, I still got to come up with the, you know, the 20,000 to buy it, but now my tax is like a hundred thousand, 150,000, maybe less, you know, depending on, on what it is. And so if you're still confident in that company and you see this massive valuation, um, you know, decrease, that, that's great. It's fantastic for you. Um, now, if you don't believe in the company and you think they got exposed and, and you think that, you know, it's still a bad investment, right? The stock options, at the end of the day, their investment in a company, it's, it's you know, a good good value as long as the company you know, has liquidity. But, um, you know, again, it, it, you are investing. Uh, and so you just got to keep that in mind. Makes a ton of sense. Thank you for that. Well, Aaron, the people are ready for your difference-making tip, even though you've given us a bunch. What do you have for that? <laughs> you know, I think my, my difference-making tip is always uh, plan, do your tax planning. Uh, you know, it's, you can, you can do some back-of-the-envelope type stuff. You know, if, if you're a non-tax person, you're going to go online and use calculators, but at some point, you, you really need to engage someone uh, about that. Um, whether you're selling, you know, a rental property or, um, you know, because for in, or for instance, for that, um, you know, obviously rental properties are now all the rage. Um, you know, you go to sell rental property, you've had it for five years, and you say, okay, well, I bought it for this, I'm gonna sell it for this. My tax rate is this. Great, I know my I know my taxes. Well, no, you don't, because you you need to realize that on your tax return, there's something called depreciation recapture, um, and there, there's all these nuances that get baked into it. And the same thing goes for stock options. You know, when you buy your stock options, you get taxed. Now when you sell, well, when you sell, you get taxed too. You get taxed at both ends. But, you know, when you buy your stock options, depending on what happened during the year, you could be facing taxes that you didn't know you had. 
So I, and I, I've had that conversation with people before, people who call me up again, they, they, they realize the numbers got big enough and, you know, oh, hey, I exercise, you know, I just, it was just 5,000 shares of, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, do you know that's a $250,000 paper gain? <laughs> you know, and I mean, and, and you realize that's going to cost you like $20,000 in taxes. What? <laughs> so huh? it's, it's, so it's like, you, you, you have to, yeah, when, when you have an event, when you, when you sell a property, when you, when you buy stock options, you got to be thinking, okay, let's pay an expert who really understands this stuff to, to do this work. You know, you know, for like my firm, just for instance, my firm charges about $300 an hour. Um, you know, if we're doing a tax projection, you know, on a, on a short-term basis, you know, we're, we're two hours of work, maybe depending on how complex it is. Um, you know, spend 600 bucks, be certain, um, you know, don't, don't, don't cheap out on it. Cause man, if you show up on that tax bill and you, you know, you're underpaid by, you know, however much, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe it's only 50, um, you know, you're, there's, there's penalties if you don't pay uh, on time. Um, and that may exceed $600. So it may be worth your while. Well, I think that, that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on. <laughs> ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure kind of a thing, Aaron. Yeah. 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 Love it. Yeah. I, I mean, of course, and sometimes there's things you can do about it. Sometimes you just got to take the medicine. <laughs> yeah. So, sometimes there's nothing to do. Love it. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you? Yeah. So our website's a great place to start. Uh, WRPwealth.com. Uh, mentioned some blogs there again. It's hyper-focused on that pre-IPO world. Uh, and, and I think we're going to start coming out with more articles on acquisition. I think that'll be, that'll be coming up a lot more um, as um, valuations come down. Larger companies with tons of cash, Apple, Google, all those places, um, they're probably going to be looking to buy. So uh, I think we're going to see some more M&A um, coming up with all that cash sitting around. Um, and then uh, so you can check out our blogs uh, that way. Uh, and then you can always schedule you know, a, a consultation. We don't, we don't charge you know, for the first couple of meetings just to Good to know you. And then, of course, uh, you can head off to Twitter, WRP Advisory, uh, or Facebook, uh, which is, again, we post our blogs there as well. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Aaron your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to WRPWealth.com and check out all the great resources, read the articles, and figure out if now is the time and it's probably the time if you are thinking about it, because to Aaron's point, uh, the cost of being proactive is probably going to be a lot less than the cost of being reactive. And then find them on Twitter and Facebook as well. Thanks again, Aaron. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. <laughs>